Hey friends, welcome to Woman-Owned Wallet, the podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Dare, a serial entrepreneur who has already made all of the money mistakes so you don't have to. Now I'm working on my money mindset, expanding my companies, and having open conversations with women around a subject that shouldn't be so taboo, money. My company, Woman-Owned Wallet, and I are determined to help you foster a more positive relationship with your wallet and help you create a life that makes you say, wow. Hey, moneymakers. Welcome back to another episode of Woman-Owned Wallet, the podcast. Yay. I have such an amazing guest. I can't even tell you. She's a fellow Aries, so you know that this conversation is about to be lit as fuck. It's going to be amazing. Thank you so much, Sarah, for joining me on the podcast. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Amanda. (laughs) Sarah Kinder is here, the kinder artist. (laughs) And I actually went through that where like people say her business, kinder artist, kinder artist. And yeah, she accepts both. But the truth, the truth is (laughs) it is my I am Sarah Kinder. My last name is Kinder, and it is the kinder artist. It can kind of go both ways, but it really is the kinder artist. Yeah. But I accept both of them. I accept both names. So whatever you want. (laughs) If you want to be in the know. If you want to be in the know. It's kinder. It is kinder. So you went with kinder (laughs) versus kinder. I mean, because of your business just being so bright and beautiful and kind, or was there a reason? (laughs) Kinda. Kinda. Um, (laughs) So my business is an eco-friendly home decor business, and I always say that my pieces are kind to the environment, um, eco-friendly with a low environmental impact. All of my pieces are either recycled or easily recyclable. So I say I'm kind to the environment, so I'm the kinder artist, but it really is just, it's a play on my last name. and. It was either this or I was going to do Naughty by Nature, and that was already taken. So Ooh. because I make macrame, macrame knots, Naughty by Nature, <laughs> but I this love one that. won. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's you. It feels right, and yeah. I love the the play on words too. Like <laughs> I love when people name their business something great. There's so many dumb names. <laughs> That I'm just like, oh, this is so good. I love it. it. Yeah, it had so much potential. You just missed the mark. Yeah, you were so close, guys. So So close. close. But it's okay. We can get through it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so Sarah and I met actually in her shop. That's correct. And I was just walking in and I was admiring everything. And of course, she has uh, pink walls as well in her store. (laughs) And... I love that, obviously. Oh, obviously. Pink is the best color. It is. It is. <laughs> you know, I downplayed it for so long that it was my actual favorite color. I just I just wasn't comfortable being as feminine as I truly am mm-hmm. because I was in this, you know, business environment where just oh, masculinity yeah. felt like the ruling. Yeah, we can't let toxic thing. masculinity keep us down. We can't. And no. I did for myself. Or I know. Dude, same. Mm. I did the same thing. It's the worst. It really is. Let's not do it, you guys. No, Let's no. just not. So pink's the best color. It really is. <laughs> and so I walked in and I saw all these beautiful things and I wanted everything. <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? I need to talk to this girl because she is fucking cool. <laughs> so I was like, hey, I'm Amanda. Like, <laughs> I was all nervous. Which is so funny because when I knew who you were, I'd been in your store and I'm just like, <gasps> 
your woman-owned wallet? Like, so it's like, I was, I felt like completely starstruck. You were like Angelina Jolie coming into my, oh my shop. God. And I was just like, like, oh my God, you, you like my stuff? What? So yeah, it was fangirling to the max. Well, thank you. I don't ever get Angelina Jolie except for from you. So thank you. You're welcome. I think I usually get Kelly Clarkson. Oh my gosh. Like Amy Poehler, which are both amazing. Yeah, they're both amazing. I think Kelly Clarkson probably would actually play me in a movie if I was truly, (laughs) truly. We look similar. I can see that. You know, like. I can absolutely see that. If Dolly Parton can't play me in a movie, then it's going to be Kelly. Yeah. I think that's right. That's right. (laughs) Accurate. Accurate. (laughs) So yeah, we were both just fangirling over each other, which is usually how most of my relationships begin. Yeah. And that's the best way for them to begin. I mean, really it is. And and I I was so excited and you gave me your card or you gave me the, the woman wallet yeah. map. And mm-hmm. I was when you left, I was just like, did that just did that just happen? Did <laughs> she likes my stuff you know it was just and and I think Vanessa was there also my one of my friends was there and she yeah. was I was like oh my gosh she she fangirled super hard also Aww. yeah it was y'all are the sweetest like double take sweetest sweetest women and like now you both have products inside wow so you guys can shop their stuff there as well as directly from the kinder artist so I just thought it was so cool and I think it's such a cool thing that we can support each other in this way and I would absolutely love to start wholesaling into the kinder artist too because we're launching that now in October so we've got lots of stuff so we can do some trades and figure it out I didn't even know that let's do it let's go (laughs) women's queens support queens let's go (laughs) I love that actually since you just said the word queen it's (laughs) really important because I let me just go off on this little tangent Because I'm just warning everybody because I know I go off on a million of them. Let's go. But something really cool that my friend, like kind of talking about additional revenue streams and stuff like that, which is also something we just love to discuss on this podcast. But my best friend, who's also named Amanda, she was on last season's podcast and it's called Tip Your Content Creators. And we, she's been like bugging me for forever to actually get a buy me a coffee option open which one of the things i want to talk to you about is like all the different ways we can bring in cash for Mm -hmm. our employees too but she told me to get on buy me a coffee which is like a way for people to basically tip you but it's like if if anybody is listening to this podcast and they're like i want to see more of this i want more of this content Mm -hmm. you guys can now buy me a coffee and they're five bucks (laughs) i'm like i love that Well, I literally go to coffee meetings Mm -hmm. all the time. And I was like, I actually would use this money to just have coffee meetings with other women. And at those meetings, it's kind of like what's happening on this podcast that we're talking about. But we have really intense, like vulnerable moments and happy moments. And it's just it's a whole roller coaster at a coffee with me. And I want more of those in my life. But I don't know when I go to so many, it's getting expensive. So I'm like, you Mm -hmm. know, if, if anybody wants to support that, they can. But the reason I said the word queen was because if you wanted to sign up for like a $10, I think it is, monthly Patreon, basically, on Buy Me a Coffee, but it's just called something else, you're going to get to be a coin queen with WOW. 
So it's a way for a, you to help me pay for all this very expensive podcast equipment that I had to invest in. <laughs> Which it's beautiful, by the way. Thank you. We love it. Do you love my studio? It's so cute. It's so I pink love it and so fun. Much. We've got video now so you guys can see it and we too. Have a, we have our, our money rug. Yes, the money rug, the tufted one from yes. a woman-owned business called Carter Rugs on TikTok. I'm obsessed with watching like tufted Ugh. Stuff. I mean, you're it's a fiber so artist that you get it. Yeah. It's so, I mean, that's how I started. I started because yeah. I saw someone doing it on TikTok and I'm like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. I can do that <laughs> I too. can do that. <laughs> I want to like tough drugs like all day long. I just love fiber art, oh, yeah. which is probably why I'm so obsessed with everything that you do. <laughs> and I am not somebody who saw macrame and was like, oh my God, I can totally do this because my hands are like, I don't know. I have arthritis <laughs> and carpal tunnel and bullshit. Uh, and I still love making things in my dresses, but the sewing machine does a lot of the work. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily for me, it helps me, but 13 years in, you've really got to know how to work that serger. Mm. Oh yeah. It's no. crazy. That's yeah, that is crazy. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, coin Queens, please join us on buy me a coffee. That will be on our show notes. We would love to see you there. Cause we would love to create more amazing content for you. And if you're interested in just providing like a $5 coffee so that we have more opportunity for me to meet up with other women and women owned businesses, please do that as well. Both are in the show notes. Anyways, back to the story, back to Sarah <laughs> being amazing, but you know, I got to plug things and make sure we can keep this all going. But yeah, so we met, we loved each other. And I was just thinking a little bit more about like Logan Street Market. And I want Sarah to kind of tell you guys a little bit about Logan Street Market and how she got started with the kinder artist, because I think it's a really interesting story. And if you're a maker and you're like, how can I have a storefront, but not have it be as quite as expensive as like a traditional storefront would be? How can I connect with other makers? How can I be in a space with other small businesses? Well, there's lots of opportunities for that. And that's where Sarah is located. So will you tell us a little bit more about the Logan Street Market, your space there, how you've just expanded your oh, space yes. there. I'm so yes. excited. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear all about that. And then just a little bit about you getting started with the kinder artist as oh, well. Absolutely. I mean, that's like 14 questions, but just I know, like, right? I'm just like, oh God, your where whole do I life start? Story. Let's start with like <laughs> how you started the kinder artist. Like what were you doing right before? Totally. So before I started The Kinder Artist, I was working for a jewelry company. It's called Stella and Dot. And after eight years of being with them, I was offered a job at another company. And I this was all during the pandemic. And I was just like, oh, this is it feels too good to be true, but I'm just going to take a leap of faith. So I go over to this other company, leave Stella and Dot after eight years. And then six months after joining this company, I got laid off. But six months. Come on, you guys. <laughs> I know. I was, but I I could kind of feel it happening mm. because my role was a social media community manager. So my job was to grow audiences, engage with audiences, and understand what the consumer wants in this like digital market. So mm -hmm. no wonder because you're so good on social media. <laughs> Y'all have to check her out. What's your Instagram? It's the.kinder.artist. Oh, I had to do woman.wallet. <laughs> so like, listen, those dots are perfect. Oh, listen, those dots. Oh <laughs> my gosh. They're lifesavers. They um, are. <laughs> so yeah, I was working in social media for a living and then I could see the, I'm not going to name the company because I 
am not a huge fan of it and I'm not going to give them the recognition they d- mm. that <laughs> that silence is golden. Yeah, I'm not giving them recognition. <laughs> don't give you a time of day if we're not about you. Yeah, no. We're sorry. like, nah, I don't have any energy for no, that. I just don't have the energy for that. Mm-hmm. You're not a vibe. <sighs> so <laughs> not a vibe. So working in social media, I could see the numbers kind of plummeting. They went from like a 10 million person reach to mm. a thousand person wow. reach okay. within within the course of three months. And I wow. was like, okay, they are obviously pivoting their finances from social media to other digital audiences. And they were really big on infomercials. So they ended up just going back to like what worked for them. And I got laid off. But in the meantime, I started playing around with fiber art and doing macrame. I saw someone, like I said, I saw someone on TikTok doing it. And I was like, oh, I know those knots. I'm a product of the 90s. So (laughs) my mom taught me how to do macrame jewelry, make macrame jewelry when I was like 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And I just carried that on. And now I'm 37. And I saw someone make this glorious piece on TikTok, this glorious like wall art piece. This Mm. lady was in Australia. And I was like, I might not be able to do that but You're i can inspired. at least get started yeah yeah so, inspiration comes from everywhere it really does mm-hmm. and i was just like okay i think i can do this and i you know it's in the middle of the pandemic everyone's stressed out we're just getting bad news after bad news nothing good is yeah. happening <laughs> at all so much and bad. i needed a form of meditation mm-hmm. i needed an outlet so i started weaving macrame so i started posting it online and people were saying like oh you should sell this it looks so good and i'm like really i'm kind of looks like garbage to me but okay <laughs> you know whatever aren't we always like our harshest critic? i know right <laughs> like our own worst I'm critic like, this is my art but it's not good i know it's so funny like i i had the guts to like post it online but i'm also sitting there thinking like this is trash i'm trash this is never gonna work you know just like it's mm-hmm. it was awful to me mm-hmm. um, i've been there i feel you but but also as an artist you mm-hmm. can't always see yeah what you're creating when you're creating magic you know Mm -hmm. so i just posted it to see like you know what people thought like genuinely what people thought and and i was just like well maybe i can actually do this you know and then lo and behold i get laid off and i'm just like okay okay i think i'm gonna start a business and it's so and it's so funny because a week prior to getting laid off um i told my husband like I can support us. You can quit your job. We're, mm-hmm. Let's move back home to Arizona. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, because that's where we met. That's where my family is. That's where I'm from. And and then a week later, I was like, wait, don't don't quit your job. <laughs> I'm going to lose my job. So I'm oh, going to no. need yeah. your Sorry, help. Babe. <laughs> Sorry, babe. Thanks for sticking so. it out for me. <laughs> so I I just, you know, I kind of like went in head first and decided okay, I'm going to see, you know, where this takes me. I opened up an Etsy account and started posting my product on my Etsy account. And then I just needed more Mm -hmm. than that. I needed to like engage with this like community, small business community in Louisville. Mm -hmm. And I had a friend who was just like, oh, let's like go check out this marketplace. I think you'll really like it. And in my mind, I was thinking like, how can I get out of this? I really don't want to go, you know? And so we go there and I was like, oh my God, I can sell my product here. And it was Logan Street Market. 
Yeah. Um, and I got so excited. I was just like, this was, it was mystifying. It was magical. Mm-hmm. It was such a cool place. They had like a bar. They have restaurants. They were vendors. There's, they had like a food truck outside. There were dogs, you know, in yeah. the little courtyard area. It was just so much fun. It's and such a vibe, you guys. You have to go to Logan Street. Oh my God. It is so much fun. If you come to Louisville, go to Logan Street Market. Do it. It is an absolute must. And I'm not saying that just because I own a shop there now. Uh, (laughs) So I started popping up on the weekends. Mm -hmm. I brought all my product and would set up a table for like four hours a day, Saturday and Sunday. And every weekend, you know, I was selling more and more Mm -hmm. and people were asking about you know, different products. And then I sort of felt this community like a snowball just start to like gather this following of people who would come to see me pop up week after week. And I was like, oh my God, these are like actual followers, not just like followers on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Like these are people who are following me because they like my product. And I I can do something here. So it took like a week and a half of convincing but I finally like you know convinced my husband that like this would be a good idea for me to rent a physical location there and be a permanent vendor and you know he was just like I'll give you six months Mm. we'll do six months and if you can't turn a profit in that amount of time then we're gonna have to we have to figure something we're gonna have to figure something else out you're Mm -hmm. gonna have to get a job and I was like okay I can do this I can do this. Can I do this? <laughs> I can do this. I think. I think you know. so. I hope so. I really hope so. Well, if you have that much like <clears throat> power towards it and like intention towards it. And honestly, a <clears throat> timeline and a deadline is, is oh, a big motivator. It really helped. And I think aside from that, it was for me, it felt like I had no other option. Mm-hmm. This is what it, it felt like. This is what I am destined to do. I'm destined to own my own business create a lifestyle that I want for Mm -hmm. myself and my family and also create like a loving environment for my community, like a a space that people can come and chill and hang out and feel like they're seen, like, Mm -hmm. you know, because I sell plants now and Yes, There's, tell us about the expansion. Oh so you my had gosh. one space that was, is it a 10 by 10? Yeah, it's a 10 by 10 space. Mm-hmm. I started with one table mm-hmm. and this rinky dink bookshelf on the other side. And I just had maybe, I had like a couple baskets of like keychains yeah. and like little things. And oh man. I it guess just, were you also like making all day while you were there? I was creating all day day not Mm -hmm. a single hour went to waste when I was at the market like I think a lot of makers worry about that like how will they manage the time of customers and making because Mm -hmm. you really are doing it all start to finish so yeah and I love that you were making during it because I did that in the mall with like the new black too I I don't waste any time no 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 Mm -hmm. time is wasted I mean if you think about it as a small business owner you are you're the you know, chief executive officer, chief mm-hmm. financial officer, you're the operations manager, mm-hmm. you are marketing, you're tech, you're all of these things. You are constantly on and constantly working. And even if you if you have a moment for yourself where you're not, mm-hmm. you're still like your brain is still going. You're yeah. like, what is the next move? What is the next thing I'm gonna do? And I remember sitting like I would sit there and try to draw out inspiration from crystals or people mm-hmm. or my surroundings or I would go outside and look at the trees and I thought like okay I'm drawing inspiration but I'm also wasting time I need to be working you know mm-hmm. and it just but you didn't like accept that the inspiration time and yeah. the collecting all of that was 
part of the process. Yeah, it took me a while. It took me a while to really be- Accept almost. Yeah, accept, accept that I was, that I needed to take a step back and find things that would draw inspiration and understand that being inspired is a part of this creative process. And it's a part of being who I am in this, like small business community. Absolutely. And, and, you know, it's kind of, it really is like a, the essence of my business. Is yeah. Because it's what's it's, drawing your customers to you is your creativity. Yeah. And, and how you present it to the world. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think that's a special thing as a small business owner, when you can create a world that people love and then look back and say like, oh, wait, this is me. Yeah. And people love this thing that I've done and that I've created. And it, there's a part of you in it. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's, it's exciting to see, but you can't, unless you really take a step back and smell the roses, I guess, so to speak. So <laughs> yeah, but, smell the houseplants. <laughs> I know, smell, <laughs> smell the houseplants. So I recently expanded into a, a two unit space. So it's now 10 by 20, 20 yeah. 10 by 20. Yeah. And it's just separated by a wall, but I just painted it like a new upgraded pink. And because, you know, we love pink. We do. We love pink. It's the best color. I've been mulling over going into a second space. And I always thought like, well, if I'm going to go into a second space at Logan Street, then I'm just going to get my, a standalone right, right. like storefront. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah, because um, I think that's, I mean, maybe half of what I have. Yeah. Well, and I, I think. Well, mine's only 400 square feet. It's not very big. No, it's just, I feel like walking in here, it feels larger than life. Like walking oh, into you. woman-owned wallet, it just feels. I feel the same way about yours. It feels so big. And then, you know, like sometimes I'll look around, I'm like, it's actually like, yeah, you know. It's one room. It's one room, you yeah. know, but it's, but it does. It's a vibe. It, it's a vibe and it feels so big and it's so in, inviting and welcoming. Well, thank you. Uh, the kinder artist is as well. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was like, if I ever open like a home decor store, like I'm partnering with Sarah. Oh, I told do. you that like a year ago. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I know. I remember you talking about going into like the home decor category mm-hmm. and, you know, like you haven't really ever done that and mm-hmm. you're excited, but also scared. And mm-hmm. it's just like, and I'm like, oh my God, but you want to do this with me? I was like, she gets oh my God. it. <laughs> and like one of the first conversations we had, we were already like talking numbers and just merchandising and everything. And like, that was my speak. That's my like dirty talk right there. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, Sarah, keep talking to me. I oh, love this stuff. It, it felt yeah, like it, it was felt, immediate. It was really just like the beginnings of this conversation on the podcast. Like it was such a vibe. We just, we, we clicked so quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the best. It is. <laughs> well, congratulations on your expansion. Thank and you. you guys, she's been doing this in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. This is brand new information. So if you have been to The Kinder Artist before, girl, go again because oh. it's expanded. <laughs> and actually not even the last couple of weeks, just in the past week. Week. Just yeah. in the past week. Oh and it's, it's, I am still like in shock that I did this. Yeah. Like <laughs> so why was like, it such a hard decision? Because it was the external individual storefront or more in Logan Street. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So it was, I I felt like if I was going to expand that I was going to, I should expand elsewhere. But something that's really special and unique about Logan Street is that, or Logan Street Market, is that they do a lot of marketing to like touristy spots and other like local outreach programs to get people into the market. So I felt that I would be a fool to leave right now while yeah. I'm still a very small, very growing business. Mm-hmm. I still need to leverage the You're foot totally traffic right. of You're the market. You're totally right. 
yeah. leverage that as yeah. long as you can because even mm-hmm. being like so I've had a store in Melwood Arts Center I've had mm-hmm. three stores there I no had, big deal no big deal <laughs> I mean I had them all at the same time because they wouldn't let me get out of my leases so whatever oh but my gosh. it was 13 years ago and so I had one in the courtyard that was like my recent one I had one on Bardstown Road I had one on Frankfurt Avenue I've been in the mall for all of these for years and then I've been in Nulu and Nulu has the most revolving tourism Mm -hmm. that's happening for like downtown like movement basically like downtown tourism people Mm -hmm. come here and there's only a few shops so a lot of what I love about being down here is there's always that revolving door and Nulu as a business association and as an area just like what you're saying, provides a lot of additional marketing that helps my business. Mm -hmm. So I would never want to leave that and not leverage that to help myself. Now, do I also add quite a bit to that? (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah, you do, girl. The woman on walking tour is in 70 locations around (laughs) Louisville and... I'm so pumped. Actually, I don't know if you've seen the new one. I should show it to you. I was looking at that. I was I was like, Here's those one. are not the Fancy. new. Oh my god. And then even our TikTok, we noticed that we have <laughs> so exciting. Thank you, I darling. Love it. There's now 40 women-owned businesses <sighs> that you can check out. And the reasons why to check them out on the back. There you go. Oh my God. Oh wow. <gasps> oh my God. Fun? Look at these stats. This is insane. Yeah, read the top one. 1.9 trillion. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, the total amount of money generated in 2020 by the 12.3 million woman-owned businesses in the United States. Isn't that so cool? This is incredible. It's just such a cool way to look at it and like what we can do as women when we have money and what we can change. Like even the amount of employees, it's like 9.3 or something million employees are employed by women-owned businesses. That's amazing. You and I are two of those. Yeah. (laughs) You also have your first employee. I do. Yeah. 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 When did you hire her? I hired her in June. So Mm -hmm. her name is Vanessa and she's also, she also has her product inside a woman-owned wallet. We talked about her earlier. We love you, Vanessa. We love you, Vanessa. (laughs) I met her through the small business circuit. I met her at Logan Street, actually. Before I even started my business, I was thinking about popping up there. I saw that, you know, she just sort of popped up on my Instagram account and Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh my God, I love her stuff. It's so cute. And then I went to Logan Street to buy from her, which if you find someone, and I'm just going to do a small business plug here. If you find, if you find someone who, you know, on social media whose work you think is just exceptional and beautiful mm-hmm. and they're popping up somewhere or they they're doing a market somewhere go see them please there is nothing more exciting than hearing someone say yeah i found you uh, you popped up on my social account or you popped up on my instagram or my facebook yeah i thought your stuff was amazing and here i am to purchase from you oh my god it's so it's, validating. I have, I have goosebumps just thinking about the I conversations. I see her goosebumps, y'all. I know. <laughs> Serious. Like, I literally have goosebumps just thinking, because that's happened to me. Yeah, and, it feels so good. And it is such a good feeling. Mm-hmm. And as a small business owner, you know, I mean, you and I have talked about this before, my imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. I always feel like my work is inadequate to be in other stores or what have you. And then when when people come to me, because they found me randomly, yeah. mind you, randomly found me and drove across state lines or mm-hmm. drove, um, you know, just just took the time out of their day to come to me to buy my stuff, my work, my artwork. 
that is, it's so, it's so validating. Like my heart is so warm hearing you say all of that. <laughs> I'm like, it's the best feeling, it is you guys. the absolute best feeling. So that's, it's so good. And that's how I met <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> I That's how you met Vanessa. That's how I met Vanessa. I just thought her work was exceptional. I took a day and just, I went to Logan Street when I, where I knew she was going to be popping up and bought a pair of earrings from her. And then, and now she's my best friend. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And she's the cutest. Like she'll come into to wow. And she like wanted to take some photos with her product and her amazing husband and daughter were with her. And, you know, she was just like, Hey, Amanda, can you take some? Cause I'm not sure what is her going to look like. <laughs> I so wanted cute. to say that kindly and I couldn't figure it out how, so I wasn't <laughs> trying to be rude. If you're listening, I'm sorry, boo. So, but not Vanessa, just her husband, you know, but we got that Instagram husband <laughs> vibes that we got to find yeah. out. And I was like, let me do this. He's for a good, you. He's I've a good Instagram husband for sure. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. My husband's <laughs> getting really good at it, by the way. I was like, just uh, keep taking pictures. I know. You I just, you just a hundred. It's, it's so funny. <laughs> what my husband just now, like he, he got all dressed up to like come here today. Oh, so he's sweet. so cute. And then, <laughs> um, and we get out of the car and we're already running late and he's like, baby, babe, babe, can you take a picture of me real quick? And I'm like, Oh, oh my gosh, excuse me. I'm going to go be on the podcast. I'm, I'm just kidding. Even, I'm I love about it. to do the podcast. Oh, it's not about you. No, but I took, <laughs> I took pictures of him. He was feeling himself. He's we looking love cute. We love quality the, men. Yeah. Quality <laughs> men are the best. They really are. They're the absolute best. But they are. So yeah. So you met her. You're you loved her. You vibed with her. You went and financially supported her. Put money into her wallet, which exactly. I is my favorite thing to do is put money in another woman's wallet. So I love that, and I believe that's a really similar way to how I met her. Mm-hmm. I was like, I love to like financially support women-owned businesses, and that's like my favorite thing to do every day. So if I'm going to go out and go to all these different events, you better believe. I'm buying shit at your booth. Period. Let's go. Yeah. And, and especially hand painted art. Hand like all of her accessories are hand painted. Every single piece. I love piece. everything she posts. I was like, I think I'm your biggest fan. Everything she posts, everything she makes is mm-hmm. all hand primed, hand painted, hand sealed, handmade. It takes it's her like, four days to make the earrings for the shop. Yeah. It's four she days. She is. And, and, and you can get that for like under 40 bucks. Are you kidding y'all? Like what a beautiful one of a kind earrings. They're so and good. they're just so beautiful, and I carry them in my shop also. So we should um, probably say her business name. I am Evergreen. I am the Evergreen. The Evergreen. I am the Thank Evergreen. <laughs> I am the Evergreen. Please look her up. Yes, go look her up. So you hired her. I hired her back in June, and she works part time. And when I when I got to the point where I thought I need to hire someone, I need I need time away from my shop to clear my head and work on my business, work on like the business side, you know, like the, the taxes and the finances on it, not in it. Yeah. It, and I, you know, Mm -hmm. it got to a point where I was just like, I I need to step away from the shop. I need to relinquish some of that control to someone I can trust someone who knows the small business community. And the first person who came to my mind was her and I offered it to her and she took it in like a heartbeat and I was just like oh my god thank you so much I'm so happy she has been just like my saving grace and and I didn't realize like what like how beneficial it was going to be to have someone working for me Mm -hmm. so that I can work for me yeah (laughs) you know it's like (laughs) such a weird thing no you're so right (laughs) but you're so right but but it was so beneficial and but then also it kind of hit me I was like oh my god I'm an employer yeah I am putting money into yeah. 
the economy yeah. into a woman's wallet, mm-hmm. into her family. And preach, it just, preach, preach. right. And it's just, I felt so, I just felt so happy. Yeah. And, and she would, you know, she would say like, thank you for this opportunity. I'm so excited. Like mm-hmm. you, you trust me with your shop. And I'm like, girl, I don't trust anyone else. Like, yeah. you know, like I, <laughs> it was you or you, you know? <laughs> so. I know. And it's always that gut feeling. It's like, especially I would say <clears throat> as an Aries, like I trust my gut, which is crazy because I have IBS. So I'm just like, why do I trust this bitch? And I'm like, well, cause she's super intuitive. She knows when something's right and when something's wrong. So like I brought on Adrian like three and a half years ago and I just added her this year as a COO. Wow. So she has joined the C-suite oh my and she now has insurance and she is a salaried employee and like things are amazing. She and I are going to do a few episodes. So definitely check out so exciting. the sweet life of the C-suite on the podcast because that's with Adrian. I love that name. That's so cute. Thank you. We're just going to eat sweets the whole time and really enjoy our it. lives. Ugh, like just like the best. Marie Antoinette. I know. <laughs> Let them eat cake. (laughs) I mean, I am blonde now, so I guess I could be like her. Did you ever watch that movie with uh, Kirsten Dunst? Kirsten Dunst. Absolutely. Yes. I love that movie growing up. It's so good. It's kind of like Bridgerton before Bridgerton a little bit. I have not seen Bridgerton. Girl. Oh, I'm going to get canceled so quick for this. I know. I know. I just, I think... I have a tendency to hyper fixate on things. Yeah. So I know that if I watch it, it will become my entire identity. <laughs> and I am I'm just not ready for that. I'm in the middle of rewatching um, all of the previous uh, seasons of The Handmaid's Tale because it's airing right now. Uh, yeah. Have you seen it? I feel like that would be your whole personality, too. No, I have not seen it, but it's intense. I and and that is one of the reasons why yeah. I, I'm not ready for it because yeah. like. You should do them at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Because then it'll be like balance. Well, I, uh, <laughs> if you've seen them both, you know exactly what I'm saying. Like really intense drama and then really fun. And really fun and light. Yeah. Oh my God. They're both I, so I fun. at least know about the shows. Yeah. And I think, you know, watching House of Dragon, I'm just oh, like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I, I'm either going to go back and watch all of Game of Thrones or I'm going to mm-hmm. start a new series. And I'm just like, I can't go watch Game of Thrones again. It was so much. It's so much. It's so heavy. So I, yeah. need, I need I need a different show. So maybe th- th- those will be on my list. I think just even, you know, stepping into more of like being comfortable in my feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Bridgerton was great for that because it's really strong women and strong female characters, of course. Mm-hmm. But there's still like so much beauty to the world. Yeah. And like, I mean, people are really down about gossip, but gossip is like how women understand the world and like how we communicate about the world. Mm-hmm. And like literally gossip has saved women's lives so many times. Absolutely. So like to have gossip be like the central theme of Bridgerton too, like is a very feminine, you know, way of communication. So I just really like that too. Oh, I love this. Yeah. Oh, I I'm think gonna, you're gonna I'm like gonna it. go watch it. Okay, but I'm don't like <laughs> Give yourself time because I hyperfixate as well. So I totally understand what you're saying and I respect your mental health. (laughs) It'll add to your mental health. Like it'll be a good mood booster. So when you need a mood boost, a mood boost, a moose boost of a a mood (laughs) booster, check out Bridgerton. Absolutely. I was like, you were like worried about tangents. I was like, girl, that's my whole life. I know, right? I'm just like, I'm like, you know what? This is. Can't this worry is about still it. on topic. Who cares? Like, whatever. <laughs> like, we got this. We were talking about <laughs> mental health for entrepreneurs and working for yourself and how it's so important to be able to step away from the physical being in the shop of your own, mm-hmm. you know, boutique and like stepping out of that to work on your business. And mm-hmm. Bridgerton and Handmaid's Hill are a part of that. Yeah. 
Let's just say that. And House of Dragon, like you said. Oh, yeah. House of Dragon. Is yeah. I mean, pop culture is a part of it's how we stay maintaining. Relevant. Yeah. yeah. It's how we stay relevant. <laughs> I like have to do that for my store because we have a lot of very, you know, like trendy phrases mm-hmm. and sayings and stuff. And I feel like I'm 33 and I'm like, ah, am I in the know? Do I have <sighs> my finger on the pulse? Like, I'm not sure. But, you know, everybody's going to have different reference points. It's you know, all good. It's, it's so funny because like I just had this conversation yesterday with my my bestie in Arizona and she she made this comment and I was just like I don't know what that means but I it's hilarious to me and I just thought like oh that must be what like you know like having your finger on the pulse like is like you Mm -hmm. just you just know you just without knowing you know what's funny you know what's relevant without like knowing all tiktok sounds at this point in my brain yeah it's corn (laughs) like oh my god it's corn if i hear that one more time i am just like i'm shocked we haven't done something with that uh, actually no wait we did did you (laughs) (laughs) i forgot no i haven't i've i've um I have avoided doing, yeah. I've avoided doing the corn. You've got to do like the kind of smaller, but still relevant sounds more than yeah. the ones that truly just blow up everywhere. Cause then everybody's doing that one. Yeah. And you want to stand out more. Yeah. I have a, a tendency, like if you look at my account, you can see that like, you know, the things that I post they're mm, I don't want to say like more thoughtful, but I don't, I try not to do like the ultra viral sound bites, yeah. you know, I mean, like it's gotta be on brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did one that was, well, I mean, it wasn't Lizzo, but it mm-hmm. was just like, you know, just make me making jewelry. And it's just like, Oh yeah. And I was like, I was just like, dude, this is so relevant for me. Like I cannot get this song out of my head. But, but no, I try to stay away from the super ultra viral sound bites because it's just too much. It's just too much for me. Well, and I get frustrated when people are like, well, I posted the viral sound and I didn't go viral. And I'm like, okay, but what else are you doing as part of your, like, I, tell people all the time, if you think of your business and you coming from a, you know, social media and marketing background, Mm -hmm. if you think of your business only as the four walls of your business or only as the people that walk in or only as the products that you sell, or I don't mentally think of myself as owning a gift shop. Mm -hmm. I own a marketing company. Yeah. I speak about women-owned businesses. We obviously are on this podcast talking about it. Mm -hmm. We made the tour of all the other women-owned businesses. We have media services. We have 50 women in the business like that sell through the vendors Mm -hmm. as vendors in the business. And it's one of those things where I'm helping basically these makers communicate to an audience and bring in this very exciting vibe. So and people are like, how do you sell this all the time? I'm like, I sell energy. Yeah. Like I sell a vibe. It's I don't a good sell vibe. individual things. Yeah. I sell the entirety of my brain at once. It is literally. <laughs> like, that's what my brain looks it's like. It's a lifestyle brand. It's yeah. not. And it's and it's not even. It's not just a brand, but it's a, it's just a way of life. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, putting money into women's wallets. You know, you have this walking tour. Like mm-hmm. at first I thought that this was just wow. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, some wow. people think it's only <laughs> you know, that. Yeah. And, and then just, they'll be like, oh, there's a store too. Oh, there's a podcast too. There's a soundtrack too. There's media too. I'm like, yeah, we got all these things. so much. There's so many avenues for this business. And and it's it's just more than a business. And I think that, that, I think that that's where small business owners yeah. sort of get sidetracked with their business because they get so hyper-focused on 
marketing and branding and what it is and what it isn't. And they have to niche down and, yeah. and it just, all it, the it, advice, all of the advice and all yeah. of these buzzwords and buzzwords. I'm kind of over buzzwords. Oh, I, if I, if I hear someone telling me like, Oh, I have a good niche or yeah. um, you need to niche down. I, I I'm just, I'm just going to die. Like it, I, I hate when people say that because I, even though I know that I have a niche market. Yeah, like we I, I know. know. I know I have a niche market. But we're not fixated on I'm it. I'm not. I, that is the one thing I'm not going to fixate on because I sell home decor. I sell jewelry. I sell plants. I sell stickers. I, st- I, I sell a whole range of things all mm-hmm. under this boho kind of lifestyle like but it's also like Southwest and yeah. it's just it's just me. Yes, so much because it, exactly I was going to say you have your roots in Arizona, mm-hmm. like you have your own aesthetic. It's all, it's really just you selling your, it's selling the things that creativity. I love. Yeah. Like my creativity, my, my artistry and your the energy. things that I love, my vibe. And if people are, you know, going to a nine to five, cause sometimes I forget that not everybody lives like this. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, they want that. They want the energy. They want the vibe. They want to come home to that space. And you're giving them the opportunity to basically see the entire collection of all the things that they should have in their space yeah. <laughs> at one time in order to get that vibe. Well, and I have like, like around my shop, I have like little pockets of displays, like how you can set up like my... Oh, speak merchandise to me. Oh, I love yeah. it. <laughs> Ooh, mm. set up a... <laughs> I have a woven basket. I have a woven basket with a plant in it. It's amazing. Um... <laughs> So, no, I have these like little display setups where you can see how the pieces can work in your home. Yes. And I will have people come in and buy the entire display. And I'm like, this whole thing. They're like, yep, the whole thing. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Thank you. It so worked. <laughs> but then I have to like come up with a new display. Yeah. Um, but but that's exactly what I want. I want people to be able to envision my pieces yes. in their home. They have to be able to visualize it. Exactly. Because the, that's what they're paying for is your vision. And the only way for them to do that, because not everyone has the eye that I have mm-hmm. or the eye like of an artist. Yeah. So the only way for them to see that is to physically see it mm-hmm. and then like literally like copy and paste it into the idea of their home. Right. And then, and that's how, that's how a lot of people's brains work, you know, when it comes to home design. My husband's an engineer and that's the only way he's able to, mm-hmm. you know. They need to see it. Like, you know, envision something in our home. I'm, I'm, I do all the designing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, like, I mean, like you said, it's, it's a lifestyle. It's more than just a business. And I think that's how, a successful business grows I agree. is by, you know, kind of getting away from those buzzwords and getting away from yeah. niching down and mm-hmm. and trying to stick with a certain product category. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, look at you. You have oh my God. You so have many. clothing <laughs> and accessories and yeah. home decor. I do have home decor. Your home decor. <laughs> my home decor. <laughs> you have you have all sorts of stuff yeah. in your shop and but it's all under this this like feminist it's like fun feminism is yeah, why it's we like think fun of it. feminism. Funny feminism yes. truly. Like to me I'm selling so I really truly identify like as a comedian. Like my heart is. I love that. Do you see it? (laughs) Does that make sense to you? (laughs) How much have you laughed with me? Like a lot. (laughs) So my heart is like saying, I want to be feminine and I want to be funny and I want to show my feminist, you know, the equality that we could all have. And I I package it all in this way. Mm -hmm. And if you view my 
my content, if you view my almost everything I post is a joke. Mm-hmm. Almost everything, oh, which attracts reels, a lot of people to us. Your reels are so funny. Thank I you. I love them. I love seeing what you post. Thank you. Well, and even some of our like static posts, like mm-hmm. they're all like funny things. Oh my god! It's and your stickers. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and there, you have a pair of earrings that are like this little. It's a ghost. Yeah. With boobs. Yes. It's boobies. I died when I saw that, but I understood it immediately. Yeah. And I showed it to my husband and he's just We've like... We've already had to reorder this. Oh, yeah. He was just like, he's like, oh, I get it. It's funny. I'm like... Boobies. Boobies. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> like, we sell everything from self-defense items. Yes. Um, we're also sold out of our knockout brand, which I will have very soon, probably by the time this comes out, of pepper spray, of kitty cut defense oh, claws, yeah. you know, that you kind of hold in between your mm-hmm. knuckles. And we also have vibrators um, that Saw are that. the and look how few we have Let's left. Go. <laughs> we had so many when we started that and like hats that said orgasms and stuff. And I was like, well, when I figured out that the gap between female pleasure and female orgasms was wider than the gap for wealth, I knew I had to add that to the shop. And people responded so positively. Absolutely. If we can also give women a space to interact with pleasure and with us as Mm self-care, which it is. It is. And interact with it in a way that's not skeezy or, you know, scummy or whatever, like What's the word? I don't know. There's sleazy. There's, no, I guess. There, there's nothing sleazy about understanding not, your own body. Like not at all. But to have a woman standing there and communicating to you about mm-hmm. it, and how many different modes your little emoji baiter is gonna have versus oh like God, I, I don't know, just some weird guy <laughs> at a place that's like it's not set up for yeah. women to interact with. So like even just woman owned like wellness mm-hmm. stuff would be, and it's an entire category for us. Like we have tampons, we yeah, have pads, say, we have you, liners. Yeah. Do you still have tampons? Yeah. Yeah. And they're all biodegradable. Mm-hmm. They biodegrade in less, I want to say it's less than a year versus like hundreds of years, which with I have. The polyester, yes. plastic. Mm-hmm. You know me, I do love sustainability with my sustainable ethical mm-hmm. fashion business yes. too. But it's just like, the wellness products that we are offering, like I maybe wouldn't have offered those at first. I would have been a little too nervous and I was kind of nervous to introduce them. I I just didn't know how everybody would truly react. And the response is overwhelming how, how much this fits the brand and how deep people like needed to have, like they all sold out Mm -hmm. and I've had to reorder them all multiple times. So it's like, we know that that's working for us and we need to dive deeper into that route. Oh, absolutely. And there's, there's even a plant shop in town that sells vibrators. And I was just like, wait, that's awesome. Yeah. I was so surprised. And I was just like, this is awesome. Plants and vibrators. Let's go. Like it's all self-care. Like we said, all self-care. Yeah. And we we have um, a muff mask, which (gasps) is to nurture the lips below your hips. (laughs) So it's like a face mask, but for, you know, your, your private areas. And like, it's just so good. Like I sat there one day with a face mask and the muff mask on. And I was like, I need to take care of all of my skin, Mm -hmm. not just my face, not just your face, not just my skin all over your body, your skin everywhere. Y'all. Yeah. (laughs) the biggest organ <laughs> but so we have stuff like that and you know our 10,000th order came through recently and it <gasps> congratulations. was congratulations thank you we're over 11,000 now oh my gosh yeah but we did have no um, big deal that's awesome thank you so sweet and we should talk about this too because you and I both recently have like our best sales days yes but it was a emoji baiter that was our, it was a banana that's like, go bananas, go fuck yourself, literally. Like, it's so great. 
And I had to tell my, I was telling my family, I was like, oh yeah, we have, you know, a new product because once we started selling pepper spray, it kind of looked like a pocket rocket. So people were <laughs> like, it said max strength on it. So like people are like, oh, is this a vibrator? And then we were like, oh no, it's not. It's pepper spray. So please don't mess that yeah. up. Yeah. But we made sure everybody knew. <clears throat> but it did allow the space for people to like continuously tell us that they were interested. Mm-hmm. And then I was like telling my dad who like grew up as like the oldest of five boys and was like, you know, Catholic school and just it's just more formal. And I was like, I mean, my mom is not like that at all. So like it's a good mix. <laughs> and we have such a beautiful relationship. But I was like, yeah, dad, my 10,000th order came through and it was the vibrator. <laughs> and I had to like tell him. Oh and there wasn't much of a response, but he was like, that's cool. <laughs> and like I feel moved like, on. I feel like my dad would have the exact same response. He'd be like, like he knows, go, baby girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he knows that like my first product said, don't be a dick. And my mom was making a joke about like, one day everything in here is going to have a swear word on it. And I was like, it might, mom, because we guess what? So. I can't keep those in stock and it pays the rent. So we got to do what we got to do. <laughs> If you've listened to the podcast before, you probably heard me mention how I recently was able to start providing health insurance to my long-term love of an employee, Adrian, my COO. <laughs> this was a first for me, and I couldn't have done it without the help of Gusto. Thank you so much, Gusto. This is an easy-to-use human resources platform that makes growing your business a breeze. No matter the size or stage of your business, Gusto puts the tools you need to hire, pay, and manage your team all at your fingertips. Whether you're hiring your first employee or looking to raise productivity amongst your team, Gusto has a plan for your small business. Head on over to our show notes for our affiliate link to unlock your team's potential today. Let me know if you use our link because I'll happily personally walk you through starting on Gusto and running your very first payroll. Because if you use our link, you get a $100 Visa gift card and Gusto provides me a little kickback too, so I can help you for free. Let me know when you're ready to get started with Gusto. But yeah, so let's chat a little bit about, I mean, the amazing like sales days and sales months. Yes. You said you had your best sales month. Yes. Even compared to holiday. Tell even me. compared to the holidays. So oh, so good. And this is before you expanded. So just this imagine. Was before I expanded. So it's so crazy because like I knew I was outgrowing the space that I yeah. was in. And now I'm just like, oh my God, like now I can't, I'm having a hard time filling up both spaces. Right. It's hard to go from one to two. Yeah, it really it's is. So hard. But, but also I think it's, I think it's my own like fear of success. Yeah. That's like kind of hindering me yeah. from filling it up the way I need to. I got a great podcast episode for you. Oh, I know. Um, I was listening to it on the way here. <laughs> You're like, that's it, Melissa. And I, I discussed it and it's so true. It really is. It's terrifying mm-hmm. to like now that I've had my best sales day, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And it was like three grand more than my last best sales day. Yeah. Which was amazing because it's not like a dollar that's, over. Yeah. No, that's incredible. Like Oh, it just blew my mind. Yeah. And we had 300 orders in one day. It was a lot. That's amazing. Yeah. So I, oh that's my how gosh. I went from 10 to Sorry, my jaw fast. just dropped. I was just like. <laughs> I heard it. I was oh like. Oh my God. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But every time I was like in a, 
so it was at Nulu Fest. I discussed mm-hmm. this on Deirdre's episode as well um, with Fly Girl Candles. Um, but basically, every time I had a booth at Nulu Fest before, I maybe made like close to three thousand dollars, but mm-hmm. I don't think I quite hit it. And we hit almost nine thousand. Wow! This time, so it was an amazing day. All that money's been spent with women. At of this course, point. yeah. It all had a plan. It all immediately went out the door for more amazing things, but. It's hard and I've invested so much and I know that you are right now and I want you to know that you're not alone (laughs) that I've spent like I haven't spent 75,000 but I have $75,000 worth of inventory Mm -hmm. in preparation to make another $150,000 this year in Q4. That's my my goal. Girl, it's a big goal. That is a big goal. (laughs) I'm scared of it. Oh my gosh. But also you you can do it. You I can, can totally do, it. do it. You can absolutely do I it. I actually feel very confident that I can do it because yeah, I already I, added 9000 to that goal. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, now it's only 140000 or whatever. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, my God. That's amazing, though. Thank you. That is so exciting. It was cool the day that we beat like last year's sales yeah. already. And it wasn't even like the time. And you it's know, so the Q4 like, that brings in all the money for our oh, gift yeah, shop. Yeah. Q4, I mean... Like, mm-hmm. and that, and I think that that's what, that's what I compare everything to is yeah. Q4. Like, you know, anytime I have a good month, I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I almost, I almost hit my numbers from Q4, right. almost hit my numbers from December, almost hit my numbers from November. And, and then I finally did. In September, and right? In September. What so, a weird month to like just randomly have Oh my that. God. Well, actually September 10th was the day mm-hmm. that I started my business and t- or started my business inside of Logan Street Market. Yay. In 2021. No way. And that was my best sales day ever. I'm so excited for and you, And I babe. was just like, what? Doesn't that feel so Oh, good? my God. It felt so good. And oh. I was like, one year later. Yeah. It took me a year to get here. Yeah. Yeah. But also, it only took me a year. Yeah. You know? And it's it's like glass half empty, glass, glass half, half full, full kind yeah. of, you know? And then I thought like, okay. What's the next step? Like, yeah. what's what's the next thing I have to do? Mm-hmm. And expanding was it? Expanding was it? And I listened to that podcast about fear of success, and mm-hmm. you know, you you guys talked about it extensively. And really, like, that is the one thing I think that holds me back. Yeah, because you're not scared to fail. I'm not no, scared no, to fail. I'm not scared I'm to so fail. So past that, and you are too. Oh, but I'm so past that. How and, to get like your new goals? Yeah, is, and how to keep up with yourself. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. Well, because and I, you know, we talked about my goal for the end of the year, like what mm-hmm. what my sales goals were for the end of the year, mm-hmm. and I'm actually towing that line now. So now I have to create new goals, Yay, oh right? My God, it's I'm so, so excited! It's so exciting, <laughs> this and is I'm the best combo ever. I love that. <laughs> oh, so much has happened since the last I time know. we spoke. It's so crazy, and like I should I, just have you on like once a month so I can be like, okay, tell me everything. Oh my God, please do. Let's go. I Let's am go. thousand percent down for this. I mean, we're basically neighbors, so I'm like. A mile and a half up the road. I know it's so close, you guys. Come to Nulu so and close. go to Logan Street. Yeah, and I, if you come to Logan Street, you just grab a map and I'll send you to yes. Nulu. I'll tell you exactly. I where feel it like is. you're the most often that I hear. Oh, I was at Logan Street at Kinder <laughs> Artist, and she told me to come here. So you know, I appreciate that, yeah. and I feel like I do the same. But I'm just like, I wonder if they say anything. I don't know. They probably don't. I I, I mean, had, they're on the map, so like, the other day they the got other, a lot of places to look at in Nulu. Oh yeah, and I and I tell them like these are all like woman owned businesses and start mm-hmm. a, start a woman owned wallet and mm-hmm. then it's just a walking tour, and they you know they're just like oh we're thinking that's exactly what we wanted you know people get so excited and I ran out of maps and you guys you were 
I have a hundred for you today. Don't oh, worry. Thank God. Oh my God. I have a whole new situation. That's why. Yeah. So I was, we'll get when there. I heard that you were switching to the brochures and mm-hmm. I think a digital. Yeah. We, we have a digital one. And then I'm like, we have like holders mm-hmm. and stuff for them now. And we have additional stuff to make the experience better for oh, the perfect. people handing out the maps like yourself. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Because I, I always send people here and yeah. I even went so far as to. <laughs> accidentally knowing your address by heart to send people here. So, and I just write it down on my business card and I hand it to them and they, and they come down here. So I'm just like, you know, this is part of the reason why you're having your biggest month too, though, because you're not just sitting there waiting for the sales to come through. You're actively out there, like showing your customer and really promoting your own brand by being a resource. That's what we try to do. And like, we now look bigger and you look bigger than your your space, yeah. Than my, your few hundred square feet, than my few hundred square feet, because mm-hmm. we're propelling the and perpetuating the idea that it's important to shop with other women-owned businesses, and it's important to shop with other small businesses. Mm-hmm. And people have to hear something like that's why you never see us thinking of each other as competition, because mm-hmm. people love this. They're going to spend money. They have so much money to spend. They're going to spend it in all these cool places. And if we can help each other grow. Mm-hmm. It helps each other grow and then it helps us look bigger and then our customer is happier and our customer is happy that we had a great resource to send them to next. Exactly. And it's so, oh my, it's it's so funny you say that because I was so excited for Nulu Fest. Yeah. I was so excited to send people to Nulu Fest that I forgot that we were having an event at Logan Street Market <laughs> and people were just like, oh, what's something fun to do? And I'm like, oh, go to Woman-Owned Wallet, go to oh. Nulu, go to Nulu Fest. And I was sending everyone down here and I was like, oh shit. We have an event. We have too. an event here too. <laughs> oh, uh, come here first. Come here and then go there. And then go you there. know, <laughs> so September just... is packed full of so many events in New Lo- yeah, in Louisville. It it's, really is. It is so hard to remember them. All. I know. I know. And then Logan Street Market is having their birthday celebration. Oh this, yeah. Um, on the eighth. So. But I'm also, so that same night, I'm doing another market somewhere else that I was oh, invited yeah. to. And I'm just like, ah, okay, I got to do both. So yeah. Um, Once you, know. you start to get into that realm of doing mm-hmm. multiple things at a time. I know. And thank that's God That's your have new a, goals, girl. I know. That's how you're going to reach those new levels. <sighs> yeah. And I, you know, last year, I I didn't do that. If I would be invited to markets, well, I shouldn't even say invited to markets. Mm-hmm. People wanted me to go and then they asked me to pay a fee. Yeah. And which I... You know, I was just like, well, I don't have anyone to watch my shop, so I can't mm-hmm. go. And now I do have someone to watch my shop and I can go, but you have to think about all new things now. Yeah. And it's, I am, it's like, there's so many doors that have opened for me in, in the past year and really in the past like three to six months. Mm-hmm. You know, me having my product in your store, mm-hmm. people come here mm-hmm. and then they go to Logan Street and mm-hmm. they recognize my stuff from coming here. And I can't tell you how many times people there they come into my shop and they're just like, oh, you have your stuff inside of woman-owned wallet, I think, or you you guys have similar products. I'm like, nope, it's the same thing. I was like, That's we have me. our own colors. Yeah, <laughs> she has more because I so, never carry everybody's full selection. So I'm like, please go, please go check them out too. And I do have a curated assortment specific to woman-owned wallet. I don't carry yeah. those colors in my store anymore. So, yeah. and then we need to talk about holiday so yeah so what can we do to help people have a good holiday so if you're a maker listening one of the ways we've talked about so far is like to make yourself you know bank your brand Mm -hmm. bigger than your space really yeah 
be a resource, be a provider. If they're already shopping small, it's like a lot of times people need to hear something seven times in marketing, you mm-hmm. know, before they actually take an action. So to me, like we were kind of saying before, like there's not competition, it's just community. Because if they've heard from your shop to shop small, mm-hmm. then they heard from, you know, six other places on the map to shop small or whatever, then they're already going to come into my store knowing that shopping small is important and why exactly. it is. And if we all have a unified message of like how to do that, here's the easiest way. Here, go to this store. Here, do this. Like it it brings us all together mm-hmm. and provides that community that we're craving. And it turns out that there's just this massive community that want to shop small and want to shop women-owned. Yeah. And we give them that opportunity. And I think especially like, you know, post-COVID, post-pandemic, like mm-hmm. everyone is so sick of shopping online. And they're having, so intentional now. Yeah, everyone is, they're, the buyers. Even with like inflation too. They're so right? intentional they're with so where their money goes. They're so intentional with, with how they spend their dollars. And so as a small business owner, we want to, you know, create quality pieces and have like a quality experience for them. Mm-hmm. But it's not always easy. You know, it's not always, and there's no real template for yeah. being a small business owner and and finding success in this world because it's, like my journey is different from your journey right. and you were talking about your numbers and I was like, Oh God, I got to write some more. I need more extensive goals, you know, because I well, mean, and these were not goals that I had my first year. Right. Like, so <laughs> they, you just keep, you just keep, you keep, keep up on, with, you know, where you are, you keep on keeping on, you yeah. know, like, and it's, it's not, you know, there's, and there's I'm sharing not, those as not a bragging moment, but as a sharing moment that it's possible. Yeah. I'm just happy it happened for me because now I know it's possible. <laughs> it is. I'm like, okay, now I got to make 10 grand in a I know, day. Right? I want that well, five figure day, <laughs> not just the four figure day. I've never had a five figure day. Oh my God. Like I, I got to get die. there. I betcha I'm going to get there. Oh yeah, you'll not get there. Not betcha. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't know when, but I know. Well, it's definitely going to happen in the near future. You have mm-hmm. You have such an amazing business and like... You're towing the line of (laughs) your first six figure year. Like that's the most exciting to hit because everybody talks about six figures, six years or six months. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. bullshit. Yeah. That doesn't exist for a sustainable, not just a sustainable to the earth, but a sustainable business. And that lifestyle that we've discussed before Mm -hmm. is like, you can make a quick buck but if you want to have that brand and have that presence that doesn't make six figures once, mm-hmm. but makes it four years and years and years mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then makes millions, because <clears throat> I have millions on the brain. I'm like, okay, I can be a thousandaire, but how do I be a millionaire? Yeah. And I'm and, like, Let's and I go. think that that's like, yeah, like that's and it's it's so it's so interesting that you that you say like, oh, yeah, I could be a millionaire, you know, like mm-hmm. that's possible because I'm towing that six figure line. Yeah. This has been like the first time in my life that I've ever thought like, oh my God, it's possible. It's possible. I could be a millionaire one day. Mm-hmm. One day, mm-hmm. it's possible. Yeah. And this is, you know, just a girl from Arizona mm-hmm. growing up, a middle income family. I started a business when I was 36 years old. You know, like I, you know, just got married I don't have any kids, but I have a lot of family obligations and seeing your numbers and realizing it's possible. It's just so empowering and so exciting. Mm -hmm. And then surrounding myself with people like you and like Vanessa and Mm -hmm. and all of these other small business owners who have really been the like the reason for my success, like or part of the reason for my success Mm -hmm. is just, you know, 
if I if I continue down this path, then then I know that I can I can hit that very um you can hit that thing that feels far away. It, yeah, the, it becomes the thing a lot that, closer. The thing that was seemingly so far away, if, you know, my entire life mm-hmm. is now visible. It's now possible. Well, I love entrepreneurship is limitless. Mm-hmm. I love the limitless option that we have, the limitless lifestyle mm-hmm. that we're creating. And it doesn't have to end at any point. But also, I think it's important that for years, I spent trying to, I was making hundreds of thousands and I spend hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. and my, that's scary. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've now borrowed hundreds of thousands. I, this brand is successful because I had five previous businesses that I learned from. I learned so much. And by having the new black before the pandemic, I was able to get an EIDL loan that was yeah massive and changed my mindset on what was possible Mm -hmm. because for the first time I had funding that wasn't, oh my God, like you have to pay this back in six months. And it's, it's more expensive to have this loan than it was for the money you borrowed. Mm -hmm. Like so much of why I'm doing this now is because I made so many money mistakes and I had (laughs) so many predatory loans and it's so overwhelming when you can't make those payments. And when every account is overdrafting, I've been there too. I I wish I listened to this podcast before I started my business. I wish I had this before I started my business. <laughs> like it's okay, y'all. Yeah, but, <laughs> because I've I've made I've made so many money mistakes just yeah. in my life. Yeah. in my life. First of all, that hindered me from you know getting small business loans and getting yeah. you know credit cards and and doing things my that I wanted to do. So bad. Yeah, and <laughs> it it's just so like bad. it's like it's better now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but I mean, you know, my credit score didn't start to go up until I started a business. Mm. Until I was just like, okay, this is going now going to be my primary source of income. And I don't know where that income is going to come from or if it's going to come in, you know? Mm -hmm. So I started saving and all of that money trauma that I had from my childhood just sort of like, you know, went out the window and I started to see this business world differently. And it was just like, oh my gosh, you know, like you don't realize how life-changing it is. It is. And I think that's why so often I'm interviewing entrepreneurs, like other entrepreneurs is because I feel that you are putting yourself more at risk and you're more open to communicating about those money things because you know, you know that your limitless options are Mm -hmm. there. And yes, they might feel very far away at first. And to me, before I got my massive loan of hundreds of $250,000, which is more than my house, like it was terrifying to take, but it had a 30 year payback and it had 30 months before I had to start paying it back. It also had a very low interest rate. And of course, the pandemic was a terrible thing that happened. Yeah. So much came from that. But the opportunity for me to utilize my previous experience in businesses, my previous experience owning brands, but not truly understanding the full branding experience. I invested that $250,000 into my future. And I have already made more than that with the business. We are up to like 375 in two years. So I know I can pay it back. Oh my God. Right? 
That is amazing. Well, we have it in the store so you can see it. (laughs) Oh my God. Literally. Yeah. So every time you purchase in the store, we now have a kitchen button you get to push. You know, I. And we have the updating counter that shows your money being put into the wallets of women. I absolutely love your transparency with money. Yeah. Because like I am such a huge advocate for being transparent with your money and Mm -hmm. transparent with where your money is, you know, or like, you know, how much you're making as a small business owner, what you're doing to like make money and you know, the pricing of your products. And, you know, it's like, I have these conversations on the daily with, yeah. with one of your employees yeah. um, who also works at Logan Street. Yeah. <laughs> I like, love her. Like I talk to I'm her gonna all the time. I'm going to all the way one day. Oh yeah. She's, I'm obsessed with her. Oh yeah. I, I think she'll come willingly. She, she loves is. you. Yeah. <laughs> she I've already warned her. I'm wallet. like, so you're in my next full-time employee. And she's like, <laughs> I'm so glad to hear you say that. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> she absolutely loves you. I mean, she can always have additional things. I want every girl to have, that works for me, every woman that works for me to have multiple streams of revenue. And I help them create them to make sure that they know that this is important and of course I I'm happy to provide your full-time thing but it's <laughs> but full-time is just whatever like you should have multiple streams of revenue yes as an individual and invest in your own ways invest and grow your, yourself your own savings and like mm-hmm. I don't want this to be you know the only way you're bringing in income unless it's what works for you in this moment yeah you know and that's I think- fine I think with Paige and not to stay on this for yeah. forever because I know I can, we can hyperfixate on, <laughs> on topics, but they're here for it. If but, you're still here, you're here for it. You're here for it. But but I know that she just admires you so much and whatever whatever well, I texted it is, you when I was looking for somebody and you oh, yeah. and three other people told me about her <laughs> and then I met her the next day. She happened to walk into the store to shop and she came into the store without she, even she knowing know. that, yeah. that I said anything or anyone else said anything. Yeah. She just she, just she had no idea. Popped in and I and then I was like, um, do you have time for an interview? <laughs> Because I need to know you. And, and I literally offered her a job. <laughs> that is so badass. Like, I just, I love that. If this I love many that. people tell me that you're amazing and that I trust those people the way I trust y'all, you're probably hired. Yeah. If I can afford you. <laughs> it's hard when I have seven right now. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. But we have to make a lot of money because I got a lot of wallets of women, women's wallets. Women's to put wallets. It in. Yeah. <laughs> I love that though. But yeah, it wasn't so scary to take the 250. Well, it was really scary because I hadn't proven wow yet. And it went into the new black and then I own both. And mm-hmm. the new black has made so many hundreds of thousands and it's amazing. And I love it, but it was not fully scalable in the way that wow is. And not even just scalable, but extensionable. So having the extensions of the podcast, of the map, of the additional like wholesale opportunities, potentially of having our own wholesale platform for our we get multiple emails a day of people applying to sell in the store and it is hard to turn people down i feel shitty and if you've applied girl don't worry i'm working on things for y'all too oh my god we had to open the wow directory we have the wow world so we can all connect together there's so many extensions and ways to interact with us in a way that works for you but financial literacy is like at the base of it because i Mm -hmm. fucked it up so long and taking that 250 was scary at the time, but I had already understood that I could generate the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that WoW could. I didn't know because I just had this checkered floor, gray walled like box <laughs> <laughs> to make cute. And I was like, I'm going to make this something. I just know. And yeah. everybody said, no, I don't think so. And I said, if I can still get through all of the people that tell me no, that I love, that are here to protect me, they're, mm-hmm. not, they're not against me. But I know still that it's mm-hmm. the right thing. I have to do it. 
And I didn't start out with a $250,000 loan. I mean, before in 2019, I got my first reconsolidation loan Mm -hmm. for the new black where everything I had was on credit cards that were maxing out. I was paying $8,000 a month in debt. Wow. In debt. I was overdrafting. I had $10,000 in bank fees in a year. And I was like, this is just money that's being wasted. There's all my profit. So I went from having this $50,000 across all these random credit cards because I couldn't get a business loan. Even after years and years, it took me six months to get a $50,000 SBA loan in 2019. You know, this story is literally going to make, is going to bring me to tears because I, I get it. Yeah. I absolutely understand. Like Like you have to manage your first thousand before you can manage your 10,000, before Mm -hmm. you can manage your hundred thousand. And if you can learn the mistake or learn from your mistakes and I call them still that because they are missteps that I took, but I know that every step I took, I learned from every step I take takes me up my staircase for the better view that I get from it. And if I learned the mistakes that I was learning at a hundred thousand, if I had learned those while I only had a thousand, trust me, girl, I wouldn't be making this. Like I would have so much more money. (laughs) So try to learn from those missteps when you only have a thousand and then learn from them when you have Mm 10,000 and be very, it's all just about being intentional. Intentional, Yeah. I was like spending so much just to keep my head above water. And I should have just released a few employees that I felt, you know, I should take care of Mm -hmm. and that I've, I need them to make this run. And honestly, I felt that they made me feel that way too. And we were like very codependent in like a not healthy way Mm -hmm. for the business and for myself. And I learned from that. Mm -hmm. So now like I have very clear boundaries and you can even talk to Paige about that. (laughs) I'll be like, Hey girl, this is great, but like, here's the boundary. Here's when to text me. Here's when to do this. And it keeps everything clear and above, you know, above board for my own mental health. But if I had learned those things that I didn't understand when I was making hundreds of thousands, when I was only making below 10,000 or tens of thousands, I would have a lot more money in my bank account today. Yeah. Well, and I, and I, you know, I, I agree. I agree. And I feel like I'm now, I am know that I've made money mistakes just in my business and in my personal life while being in business. And I'm actively learning from those mistakes. And honestly, learning and I'm I'm actively I'm actively learning from you from this podcast. Mm -hmm. But please learn from all this mistakes I've made. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I and I'm just like And honestly so much of it is just that mindset around it and how to truly like I know that you can get a lot of information on other podcasts Mm -hmm. about about the numbers. And I'm like, but I didn't focus enough on my mindset for a decade, for my first 10 years of being in business and Mm -hmm. owning businesses. And I mean, I'm still paying on some of my 2017 sales taxes. Guess what? The the government will give you a good payment plan. Don't worry. If you're (laughs) behind, call them. You just have to call Avoid those fees. Yeah, you it gotta, doesn't go you gotta up talk after to that. People. <laughs> you gotta no. just bite the bullet and recognize that you are separate, actually, mm-hmm. from your business. Even though you're creatively driving it and your vision is part of it, you are responsible for all of these things for being the CFO in your own life. Mm-hmm. And there's another episode about that as well. I was like, oh shit, I have to be CFO. I just wanted to make pretty dresses, but <laughs> guess what? So stepping into the power that comes yes. with that, like it's a lot of responsibility. Was that Spider-Man quote where it's like, <laughs> it's a gift and a curse kind of yeah. thing with, with great, great power, responsibility. Get, oh yeah, you're saying with, with, 
<laughs> we're like, <laughs> what great, is it? what's the quote? With great power comes great responsibility. Bitch, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sometimes my brain works faster than my mouth. <laughs> Usually with it's me, it's fine. the other way. <laughs> I just start talking and hope that the thoughts come. Hope that it comes. It <laughs> does always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's just so much there and there's so much power in that. And and then when you get employees and when you have space to rent, mm-hmm. you know, you just have to be really, really intentional. And now that I'm less impulsive and I'm more intentional, I found so much peace within yeah. that. And knowing that I, I have proven to myself that I trust myself with money, not that I'm good or that I'm bad with it. Bullshit. Like if I trust myself and how I'm going to invest, not mm-hmm. just spend my money, but I invest money. Investing it. I is... invested in my community. Mm-hmm. I invest it in every decision I make and you do as well. Like you listening do as well. And Sarah <laughs> does as well. Every decision you make of where you're putting your money is how you want your future to look. So if I say I'm going to put more money in the wallets of women, that's what I'm going to do. I want to see if you look at this map on the back, it says 90% of the amount of income women reinvest into their families and communities. 90% of their income goes back directly to benefit all of us. Versus 40% for men. Versus 40% for men. (laughs) And I will even say that quote or that statistic does make sense because men are raised to be the breadwinners. Mm -hmm. And my mom always said like, your dad's the bread, but I'm the jam. And I love being the jam. I love being the jam. Right? (laughs) I'm the jam. I'm the jam. What's up? And actually, I'm about- Because I thought I wanted to be the bread. And I was like, actually, the bread's boring because like they can't reinvest 90% of their income because they're probably paying for more traditional expenses, Mm -hmm. potentially. I mean, listen, some people are the bread and the jam. And I love you because you're the whole sandwich. (laughs) Like, let's go. Breakfast You're the sandwich. You're here. But- the fact that I am in a long, you know, long term relationship where my husband met me in ninth grade and knew I was this ridiculous and amazing at the same time, all wrapped into one. I'm a tornado. I'm a little Tasmanian devil. Like, that's what You're it is. Fiery tornado. I'm a little fiery Aries. <laughs> I can't help it. So I thought I always wanted to be the breadwinner. And it turns out I want to be the jam winner. <laughs> You just want to be the jam, babe. Well, because then like my mom's money always went towards our experiences and, mm-hmm. you know, the vacations and the the Wendy's that we ate out on like Wednesday nights while we watched her. Like she worked at a dental office and we would go with her at night because mm-hmm. she was like she was a bookkeeper, but also took notes like she listened to his notes. I forget what that's called, but she typed for him when like cassette tapes and typing were like. <laughs> necessary to run a dental office trying to think of the word stenographer that feels wrong too i don't think that that's it sorry mommy (laughs) sorry but i remember being like five years old and sleeping on the couch at the dentist's office but i also remember her buying us wendy's and little toys and stuff to make sure that we were still really enjoying that Mm -hmm. time so i always saw the jam as such a benefit and my parents truly don't believe that they raised me different than my brothers which it's cool. I just want validation and it's fine because I love myself, but like it did happen where they did raise me to truly be the jam. And my brothers both have more traditional jobs. And I always felt like I could, I could go out and be, you know, that little spice girl running mm-hmm. around me and like, girl power, let's do this. Yes. I was always raised to believe that 
I mean, in a traditional household and all of those things, you know, that we are all breaking down all of the traditions now being in the 2020s and mm-hmm. and being millennials and then the Gen Z definitely breaking down the traditional households. But I was I was raised in that and I was raised to understand that as a woman, I got to be the jam. And so now I spend all my money in all the places I want to spend it. Well, and you can. And I get to. And I bring it home to also add to my bread. Yes. (laughs) But but I was never raised to believe I had to be the bread. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's a different mindset. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know a better way to explain that, to be honest, but it it feels right for me now. And I'm happy to be the jam where I always felt like, no, I'm going to be the bread. And I'm like, no, the jam has power too and way more fucking fun. Way more fun. And so I, that 40% that men have to put into the bread, mm-hmm. I'm like, sorry, the flour is so expensive. Yeah. Like strawberries are cheap. Apparently. Are bad. <laughs> like, sorry. Strawberries are where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> strawberries are pink. Jam. Well, wait, no, they're red. I mean, they can be pink. There's white ones too. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so I just think it's a different mindset. And so much of what I value about being a woman is that my opportunity and my, you know, upbringing had that I was allowed to be underestimated yeah. <laughs> in a way. Yeah, that sounds bad, but it's no, no, truly I, benefited me and benefited hundreds of. I've made over a million dollars in yeah. my thirteen years in your in your years of being a serial entrepreneur. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like I know that I get to just dream and be creative, mm-hmm. and I've never they've never made me believe which traditionally like men's roles versus women roles like gender roles can be really negative. Mm-hmm. But I I personally just viewed that in a way that I was like, no, I need to be masculine, and I'm like, actually, that's okay. It's okay because look at what I've created by being the jam. Yeah. And look what I like. I'm going to be like a generous millionaire like Dolly Parton, <laughs> not a giving back to all of your oh woman community yes. supporters. I want to put money in every in every woman's wallet. Yes. And yeah. give women as much opportunity and much openness. And I even feel like some people might think that was weird the way I explained it. But like it just it's OK for that to feel good, too. Yeah. Like it doesn't always have to feel one way or the other. And mm-hmm. Right now, I'm just really enjoying being the jam. Yeah. Enjoy being the jam. You are the jam. You're <laughs> it's the jam. a fun way to think about it. You're the... Jam winner, bread winner. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I always liked that my mom thought... She didn't... Nobody discounts the jam. The jam makes the bread taste better. It does. So like together, because I am in a long-term relationship and in a very satisfying, mm-hmm. happy, fulfilling, loving relationship where I have a true partner... We have created that perfect sandwich. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I love it. And he values my jam just as much as I value <sighs> his bread. Oh, I love that so much. Right? I love that so much. And it's always like refreshing to hear that like someone has such a supportive partner. Yeah. And, and that it's possible. And that it's possible. And, okay. <laughs> and that, you know, he's not intimidated or not feels emasculated by People, your success. Oh, it's so great. And people ask him like, oh, do you care that she doesn't use her last name? Because Amanda Dare is Dare is my middle name. I feel like you and I are the same person. We are. And you're married to an engineer as well. Yeah. And (laughs) I don't have his last name because like, you know, kinder artists, like I'm basically a Kardashian. So like it's a brand now. (laughs) It's a brand. But see, I kept Amanda Dare because Dare was always my middle name. And my mom gave it to me as basically a stage name as well. So she said I could always use it. Oh, I love that. I'm named after Amanda Dare Rockefeller. 
So like we were related to them forever ago. Or maybe I'm named after because her name's Katie and Katie Dare was also a Rockefeller. I can't remember exactly, but she named me that. So I would always have my own full name. And that's already such like a feminist power move Mm -hmm. (laughs) to begin with. Absolutely. But I do have the last name Darty, which is my husband's name. So I always still feel like I have my own identity. Mm -hmm. And when people ask him if they, if he minds, which (laughs) fucking rude. Yeah. Right. Why would he mind? Like why, why is it that we're always the ones to have to give something up? Like, you know, it, 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 it like doesn't I, make sense. I saw this TikTok that was disgusting. That was like, marry her while she's in med school. So she becomes a doctor with your last name. Like a guy was saying that. And I was just like, that is disgusting. What the fuck? <laughs> it was so gross. And I was just like, you know what? And my husband, not only does he not care, he so fully supports that I've done this. Like this is mine. Mm-hmm. And he knows it. And he loves that for me. And we're both very independent people. Like we've had more struggles coming together than we had being apart. So now we're like in this beautiful, amazing like position in our life where we're like working on creating a family together. Mm-hmm. We already are a family, but adding to our but family. To the family. And we're like communicating with our, our future baby like this. We're ready for you when you're ready for us. Mm-hmm. So we're in this beautiful space of like if we had been so maybe cute. pushed into that earlier, we might not have all the conversations that we're having now. And we might not both be focused on our mental health, but we both are. Mm -hmm. And of course, he's going to be cool with me using my actual name (laughs) that I've been giving my whole life. It's not, it technically is someone, some man's name (laughs) from whatever. But it's, but But technically it's mine and she spelled it different. So it helps me be my own person. It's it's who you are. I've always been Miss Amanda Dare. Yeah. Own it, Grew up like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we are the same person. And honestly, I love you so much. And this is probably the longest podcast that we'll have because we are the same person. We which really is are. Just long winded in a, the best way. In the best way. I, I love it. Yeah. We can go on for hours, I'm sure. Like, this so we'll is, just this, have you back. Yeah. This has to be like It'll a be two, fun. three, four parter. Like, yeah. you know, why not? <laughs> but let's just wrap it up here because this has just been such a beautiful conversation. And I think the tangents that we said we were worried about, literally, you guys love it. Just, I mean, we, we create gold. So I don't, I don't know what to Solid tell you. Solid gold. <laughs> Corn. <laughs> oh my God. All the things. Don't do it. Don't do it. It reminds me of like, sheesh. Hmm. Have you seen her silhouette? Sheesh. <laughs> so Sarah, can you please just let our money makers that are listening know how they can put money into your wallet? How can they work with you, hire you, shop with you? Absolutely. Yeah. So you can find all of my information at thekinderartist.com. I think the best way to get a hold of me is probably through Instagram. I am Love a DM. Always. Oh, yeah. Slide into my DMs Slide all day. Slide into my DMs, Slide into baby. my DMs. So it's at the kinder, the dot kinder dot artist. Yes. We'll put it in the show notes as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, those are the best ways that's to get a hold of way. me. And I do wholesale orders. I do wholesale buying. I do consignment. I am always down to see what beautiful things are out there that I can carry in my shop by these amazing woman-owned businesses. And I just think, you know, with both of us coming from an artist, I, that's what we've been able to create. So like such beautiful spaces and Mm -hmm. experiences. So 
please come visit Woman Owned Wallet to buy yeah. the Kinder Artist <laughs> products this holiday season, but especially visit her directly and purchase her new house plants, her expansion, yes. and just tell her how amazing she is and validate all of those small business, you know, <laughs> feelings and doubts that we can go through sometimes because like Sarah said earlier, it feels so good to have our vision validated. Please, please help us with that. Yes, please, 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 please. (laughs) Well, thank you so very much, Sarah. I really appreciate you and I'm so happy that you're in my life. Oh, likewise. It's such a pleasure. I I love knowing you and being your friend. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) Well, moneymakers, thank you for listening. And moneymakers, go out there and make that money. If you want to put more money into the wallets of women like we do, then check out our website, thewomanownedwallet.com. And we can't wait to continue the conversation on our social media. So definitely follow us on our Instagram at womanowned.wallet and on TikTok at womanownedwallet. You can support us by following our podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. And don't forget to leave us a review. Thank you for listening to Woman Owned Wallet, the podcast. 